This is the Music History Today podcast for August 29th. On today's show, Rock Against Racism is formed, Oasis debuts, and George joins the Quarrymen. First up, though, on this date in 1946, Ella Fitzgerald recorded her song, It's a Pity to Say Goodnight. In 1955, trumpet player Ray Anthony married actress Mamie Van Doren. In 1958, George Harrison joined the Quarrymen with Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Also in 1958, DJ Alan Freed held his first Big Beat concert review in Brooklyn, New York. Performers for that night included Chuck Berry and Bill Haley and his Comets. In 1962, Elvis Presley's movie Kid Galahad premiered in theaters. In 1966, the Beatles performed in concert for the final time. It was in Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Also in 1966, the TV variety show Hullabaloo aired its final episode. In 1970, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer recorded their set at the Isle of Wight Festival for their album Live at the Isle of Wight Festival 1970. In 1976, the Rock Against Racism movement was started in England in response to comments that both David Bowie and Eric Clapton made when Bowie was quoted in an interview as saying, quote, I think Britain could benefit from a fascist leader. After all, fascism is really nationalism. I believe very strongly in fascism. People have always responded with greater efficiency under a regimental leadership. End quote. Bowie was also quoted in another interview around that time as saying, quote, Adolf Hitler was one of the first rock stars, end quote, and, quote, you've got to have an extreme right front come up and sweep everything off its feet and tidy everything up, end quote. Meanwhile, Eric Clapton made comments during a concert that year in support of former conservative minister Enoch Powell, known for his anti-immigration Rivers of Blood speech, at a concert in Birmingham, England. Clapton told the crowd that England had, quote, become overcrowded, end quote, and that they should vote for Powell to stop Britain from becoming, quote, a black colony, end quote. He also told the audience that Britain should, quote, get the foreigners out, get the wogs out, get the coons out, end quote. And then he repeatedly shouted the National Front slogan, keep Britain white. For Bowie's part, he apologized and blamed his thinking on an obsession with occultism and also drugs, because, of course, that's what causes racism is drugs. Clapton, as far as anyone can tell, gave a half-hearted apology and said he was drunk that day because, as we all know, along with drugs, it's not our racist thoughts that make us racist. It's the drugs and alcohol, at least if you believe them. Makes you think twice about Eric Clapton and David Bowie now, doesn't it? Anywho, moving on. In 1983, singer and actor Dan Aykroyd married actress Donna Dixon. In 1986, Madonna starred in the movie Shanghai Surprise. In 1999, Cher performed live in Las Vegas. HBO showed that performance on their channel. In 2002, after ultra-conservative Fox News host Bill O'Reilly went after Pepsi for having rapper Ludacris in its commercials, Pepsi pulled the commercial. O'Reilly had said that Ludacris was, quote, peddling antisocial behavior, 
end quote. In the next decade, Bill O'Reilly would lose his TV career after having one sexual harassment lawsuit too many for the tastes of Fox Network executives. Meanwhile, Ludacris would join the Fast and the Furious franchise in Too Fast, Too Furious and most of the other franchise movies. Oh, and his next three albums would all go to number one on Billboard's albums chart. Like I've said before, people, cancel culture is nothing new. It's been around for decades, and both sides have used it. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina struck New Orleans. Among the victims was Barry Cowsill of the Cowsills, who drowned, and Fats Domino had to be rescued from his home during the storm. In 2009, people in Mexico City established the new Guinness World Record for the largest number of people doing Michael Jackson's Thriller Dance with 13,597 dancers. And in 2020, singer Jessica Betts married actress Niecy Nash. Albums that were released on August 29th include in 1966 when Tony Bennett released A Time for Love. In 1967, Gladys Knight and the Pips released Everybody Needs Love and the Supremes released their Greatest Hits album. In 1969, Stevie Wonder released My Sharia Moore. In 1977, Split Ends released Dysrhythmia. In 1980, Jethro Tull released A, but only in the UK on that date. Also on that same day, UB40 released Signing Off. In 1987, Warren Zevon released Sentimental Hygiene. In 1989, The Innocence Mission released their self-titled album. Elton John released Sleeping with the Past. And The Rolling Stones released Steel Wheels. In 1994, The Palace Brothers released Days in the Wake. Also on that same day, Oasis released their debut album, Definitely Maybe. In 1995, Driving and Crying released Wrapped in Sky. Also on that same day, Heart released The Road Home. In 2000, Sarah Brightman released La Luna. And on that same day, The Scorpions released Moment of Glory. In 2005, Iron Maiden released Death on the Road. Eric Clapton released Back Home. Dion released Live in New York City. And Journey released Generations. In 2006, Devin Allman's Honey Tribe released Honey Tribe. Motorhead released Kiss of Death. And Bob Dylan did a twofer with Bob Dylan The Collection and also the album Modern Times. And also in 2006, The Moody Blues released an introduction to The Moody Blues. And in 2011, 38 Special released Live from Texas and The Counting Crows released August and Everything After Live at Town Hall. Singles that were released on August 29th include in 1958 when Cliff Richard released the first single with his group, Cliff Richard and the Drifters, with the single Move It. In 1964, Roy Orbison released Oh Pretty Woman. In 1975, Earth, Wind & Fire released That's the Way of the World, but only in the UK on that date. In 1976, the Bay City Rollers released I Only Want to Be With You in America, in 1980, Hall & Oates released You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin', but only in the UK on that date. The next year, 1981, Hall & Oates released their big hit, Private Eyes. In 1987, Warren Zevon released Reconsider Me. In 2004, Usher and Alicia Keys released My Boo. In 2006, Bob Dylan released Someday Baby. And in 2016, Little Yachty and Digital Nas released King Boat.
In theater in 1964, the musical A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum closed on Broadway. And in award ceremonies that were held on August 29th, in 1986, the United States National Register of Historical Places included the studio in Philadelphia where American Bandstand was shot into its registry. In 2002, Eminem and Pink were the big winners at the MTV Video Music Awards. And in 2004, Beyonce, Outkast, and Usher were the big winners at the MTV Video Music Awards. Before we go any further, we'd like to tell you about our other podcast, the Music Halls of Fame podcast, where we honor a year in music along with an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for that particular year. We also look at the case for putting an artist into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, plus we spotlight a Hall of Fame, Museum, or Walk of Fame along with an inductee to that particular spotlight. The Music Halls of Fame podcast drops every Thursday now as a part of this channel, the Music History Today Network, and also our Music History Today Network YouTube page. Now, back to the Music History Today podcast. Artists who were born on August 29th include the King of Pop, Michael Jackson, jazz saxophone great Charlie Parker, jazz singing great Dinah Washington, bassist Michelle Indegio Cello, singer Liam Payne, singer and actress Leah Michelle, David Disrosiers of Simple Plan, Kyle Cook of Matchbox 20, Rick Downey of Blue Oyster Cult, Chris Copping and George Whitehorn, both of Procol Harum, not the same day though, Eddie Reeder of Fairground Attraction, guitarist Tony McAlpine of Solo, Dan Truman of Diamond Rio, Elizabeth Frazier of the Cocktoo Twins, keyboardist Dick Halligan of Blood, Sweat and Tears, Sterling Morrison of the Velvet Underground, country music singer Jimmy C. Newman, Johnny Paris of Johnny and the Hurricanes, singer Gigi Allen, Carl Martin of Shy, Bob Markley of the psychedelic rock band The West Coast Experimental Art Band, bass player Gilbert Rovere, drummer Jerry Fahili of Hot House Flowers, drummer Chris Gorman of Belly, bassist Alex Griffin of Ned's Atomic Dustbin, and trumpet and flugelhorn player Rolf Erickson. Artists who unfortunately passed away on August 29th include organist George Reuter, who passed away in 1738 at the age of 81. Composer Franz Joseph Glaser passed away in 1861 at the age of 63. Composer Charles Lee Williams passed away in 1935 at the age of 82. Composer Arthur de Grief passed away in 1940 at the age of 77. Composer Milan Harista passed away in 1946 at the age of 26. Composer Lael Anderson passed away in 1972 and joined the infamous 67 Club. Composer Rene Leibowitz passed away in 1972 at the age of 59. Songwriter Sidney Clare passed away in 1972 at the age of 80. Singer and actor Leland T. Weed passed away in 1975 at the age of 74. Blues musician Jimmy Reed passed away from an epileptic seizure in 1976 at the age of 50. 
Musician and poet Kazi Nazrul Islam passed away in 1976 at the age of 77. Conductor Lehman Engel passed away in 1982 at the age of 71. Composer Alexander Abramsky passed away in 1985 at the age of 87. Country music singer Archie Campbell passed away in 1987 at the age of 73. Pianist Horace Henderson passed away in 1988 at the age of 83. Singer and actress Dixie Dunbar passed away from heart issues in 1991 at the age of 72. The choreographer for Michael Jackson's music video Beat It and also for Pat Benatar's music video Love is a Battlefield, Michael Peters passed away in 1994 from complications from AIDS at the age of 46. Country music singer-songwriter Charlie Feathers passed away from a stroke in 1998 at the age of 66. Singer Shirley Streckham passed away in 2001 at the age of 49. The conductor of the Hague Philharmonic from 1980 to 1991 and the St. Louis Symphony from 1996 to 2002, Hans Vonk passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease in 2004 at the age of 62. The aforementioned Barry Cowsill of the Cowsills drowned during Hurricane Katrina in 2005 at the age of 50. Rockabilly singer Jumpin' Gene Simmons passed away in 2006 at the age of 69, not to be confused with Gene Simmons from the group KISS. Jazz singer Chris Connor passed away in 2009 at the age of 81. Composer Hans Hubert passed away in 2010 at the age of 69. Blues guitarist Honey Boy Edwards passed away in 2011 at the age of 96. Violinist Dimitri Kogan passed away from cancer in 2017 at the age of 38. Big band saxophonist and band leader Larry Elgert passed away in 2017 at the age of 95. Reggae artist Lee Scratch Perry passed away in 2021 at the age of 85. And... Drummer Ron Bushy of Iron Butterfly passed away in 2021 at the age of 79. Next on the Music History Today podcast, it is August 30th when in 1976, a riot in Notting Hill in England inspired The Clash. The Music History Today podcast is part of the Music History Today network, which can be found under Music History Today on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast from. And you can also find it on YouTube under Music History Today. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>